This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If at any point during today's show you want to learn more information, give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Uh, today's first segment examines a surprising reason that healthcare costs are higher for people after they retire. Now, our resource today is a recent article from money.com, a surprising reason your healthcare costs more in retirement. It breaks down some of the startling reasons. But before we get to that, I would be remiss to not welcome our incredible, incredible co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? What, me? You're talking about me? I'm sorry. I said incredible twice. You probably thought I was talking about yeah, somebody who, else. Yeah, me? Yeah, you said incredible twice, so I just assumed you were either <laughs> watching the movie The Incredibles or talking about someone else. So, uh, No, I'm doing great. I've had a great week, and of course, I'm happy to be here with you, Matt. We always have fun on the show, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Yep. Even when we're talking about things as electrifying as healthcare, Tony. Healthcare costs in retirement. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Wake, to your wake seats. the kids, buckle up, put on your safety harnesses because we're going to talk about healthcare costs. This is more exciting than a twister at the amusement park. <laughs> well, I, I know you want to cover a lot today, but first, how are you doing? Matt, what's going on over there at Compass? Emotionally, physically, spiritually, what do you all mean? of the above. Like, have you been having fun? Or top notch, working hard. Yeah, I'm doing well. Top notch, top Tony. Notch. All three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ship shape, if you will. Fantabulous, <laughs> swelligant. Yes, yes, swelligant. I yeah, like that's that one. My own. Yeah, I'm doing great. We're busy. Things are good. I'm happy. Excellent. You know. Well, I know you want to cover a few topics that have come up. Uh, recently uh, in your conversations yeah. with clients. And that's why we're talking about these things. What do you want to look at here in the first segment, though? Well, I want to start with how healthcare is expensive in retirement. Oof. Uh, it would be easy to assume that it's simply because older people tend to have more health-related issues. But even if you have perfect health and never have to visit the doctor, it's possible your insurance bill will be higher during your retirement years than it was previously. Because the health insurance companies are greedy? That's part of the reason, yeah. Yeah, because the expenses, <laughs> well, medical expenses are so expensive. Well, uh, I mean, listen, there's, it's possible yeah, it's because retirees are responsible for 100% of their Medicare yeah. premiums, too. You know, before retirement, many of those same individuals' health care was partially paid by their employer. Uh, in fact, employers usually cover around 75% of the total health insurance costs. So in some cases... You can imagine how hard a 75% jump would be on a retirement budget, yeah. for, especially for people who haven't planned for that. You know, for many retirees, there's a false belief that Medicare is free, 
or that all those taxes that have come out of our paychecks have prepaid for Medicare. But that can be a pretty popular misconception. So the payroll deductions do factor in just not as much as a lot of people out there assume. Uh, What does Medicare Part A cover? So Medicare Part A covers medical facility costs. Uh, all, All enrollees in Medicare receive Part A automatically. It covers services that include, well, there's inpatient care in a hospital, skilled nursing facility care, hospice care, and home health care. There are limits on coverage, and once coverage runs out, you may be responsible for the full cost. So... Wow. That's Medicare A. (laughs) Medicare A. Okay. So even with Medicare A, there's still out-of-pocket costs, like we were saying, uh, but they don't usually have to pay premiums on Medicare Part A? Yeah, right. Uh, However, beneficiaries typically must pay premiums for Part B. They, They have an option to choose Part C and D as well. Medicare Part B covers... Ambulance services, clinical research, durable medical equipment, and mental health. Uh, Things like ambulance services, outpatient procedures, and the purchase of uh, blood, mammograms, cardiac rehab, cancer treatments, those are covered by Part B as well. Okay. And of course, then there's Part C. And I always understood growing up that C was for cookie. Yeah, well, it should be because I think cookies make everything better. (laughs) But uh, They do. C is for cookie. (laughs) Uh, C is in this part, I think it leads to for confusion because now we've already been through two things and people half the time are already confused about what those two are, <laughs> but we're going to add another layer on. Um, Medicare Part C is also, is it's probably better known as Medicare Advantage. Uh, it's an alternative to, let's put this in air quotes because you can't see my hands, original Medicare, mm-hmm. which is Part A and Part B coverage. Uh, Medicare Advantage plan often covers what parts A and B cover. Uh, In some instances, a Medicare Advantage plan may provide, well, prescription drug coverage and often other benefits. They're run by private insurance companies, so some people would think that they're probably run more efficiently, but they're also run with a profit motive in mind. But so you're not required to sign up for Part C. It does have restrictions. Uh, There's, you know, even things like a limited coverage area. Well, yeah, there's so many factors it really can get confusing. You're right. C should be for confusion. Uh, and if my memory's correct, there's a fourth part of Medicare. Yes, Part D it stands for now. We're dumbfounded by all this part information. D, st- D stands for dumbfounded. <laughs> we were confused, then dumbfounded. Yeah. No, it's uh well, D is easy. Drug coverage, the D for you can kind of think of it for the D for drug. Uh, it's run by private insurance company as well. Typically, a monthly premium involved. They're based on your income. They're determined by that's determined by you know the um, the premiums are determined by the private insurance companies. Uh, prescription plans have a coverage gap. There's a temporary limit on what the plan will cover. Many states have insurance options that could help cover the gap, uh, but they may require another monthly premium. Wow. Okay. So we've got A, B, C, and D. Um, now mm-hmm. back to our original statement that an individual could end up paying more. What does that look like? Okay, okay. so the, there's a money.com article, uh, the one we were talking about before. The 64-year-old who pays over 2000 this year in premiums for an employer PPL plan will pay more than 3700 annually next year on Medicare Part B, D, and a Plan G supplement. So that's a difference of more than $1,600 a year. So what do you do to address this extra? Well, that's, that's what right? I'm asking that's really you. really probably the big question. 
Yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. And uh, now you're gonna, you, Matt Brunner, are going to answer it, right? All right. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm not going to keep. I'll start I'm not with an keep option. One option. You. I mean, that would be rude. <laughs> if I just start, start talking every time you start talking, that's not good. We can't have a show like that. <laughs> We'd be right back to part C. <laughs> Confusion. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So one option: health savings account, also known as an HSA. Uh, it's an option for healthcare coverage. Funds can be used for qualifying medical expenses or any expenses uh, after age 65. So another option is making sure your current retirement stra- uh, saving strategy is budgeted for increased healthcare costs. You know, if you have a comprehensive financial plan that I'm always preaching about, we're keeping medical costs in there. We're inflating them over time. We're bumping them up in those retirement years. And we're, and we're going to see, can you afford this? And we're planning for that ahead of time. You should be doing the same thing. Without taking increases into account, you could uh, face really a, a serious income deficit down the line. In my opinion, waiting until retirement to identify your potential Medicare choices, sticker shock and emotional decisions. And those do not lead to ideal insurance coverage choices. Wow. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I think you make there. We got to be aware of these things. And uh, I bet people get sticker shock. Now, let's take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up a complimentary consultation. There's no cost. So you can sit down with them and talk to them about their Medicare and healthcare plans in retirement. Right. You can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us online, compass-ltd.com. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, a reminder, this is the Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And we've been talking about healthcare costs. In the first segment, Matt, you've been talking about a surprising reason that monthly costs generally increase in retirement. And the simple fact is that uh, without employer contributions, retirees have to shoulder the full weight of health insurance premiums. And you talked about some confusion with Medicare and the four parts of Medicare. Now we're going to turn our attention to an article you brought to me from Morningstar.com. And for those listeners who might not be familiar with that name, first tell us what is Morningstar. It's a big deal, right? Yeah, that's probably a good place to start, knowing what Morningstar is. It's a, it's a global financial services firm. They're headquartered in Chicago. They provide well, investment research, investment management services. Some, a lot of times, if you're looking up, you can, a lot of the information available out there is, is, is curated by Morningstar. It's, it's a huge company with a lot of data on their side. They had an article called Retirement Healthcare Costs, Strategies for Meeting the Challenge. And they look at some potential ways to address the healthcare costs we've been discussing today. And one of the first things they mentioned in the article, it again deals with Medicare, signing up at the correct time. That can help retirees avoid late enrollment penalties and coverage gaps. Many retirees, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, retirees are required to sign up for Medicare during a seventh month period that includes the three months before and the three months after their 65th birthday. Okay, I've got a little ways to to go yet before that happens, but it, it can be a bit confusing. If I heard seven month period and 65th birthday, I might incorrectly assume that I have seven months after my birthday to sign up. Well, yeah, you would assume that, but because the government got involved, they made it super, super stupid. <laughs> they did. 
Um, yeah, like, you know, 70 and a half and three months around your 60. It's, it could be a lot easier. I mean, if you want to start with healthcare reform, how about some of the ridiculous things right there? But let's let's not get let's not digress. Yeah. Um, it can be a confusing enrollment period. There are exceptions that deal with being employed during the initial enrollment period. If you're covered on your spouse's health insurance at the time, I highly recommend working with a financial services professional trained in Medicare rules to make sure you avoid any penalties. There are people out there that specialize in Medicare. Uh, some penalties for missing the initial enrollment period can impact your retirement for a long time. I also highly suggest this is one of the things that we uh, highlight important dates for in the Social Security maximization report that we provide for people. And Medicare enrollment uh, periods are one of the milestones in there that you're reminded to do in that report. Yeah, that's a good word. It's a huge milestone as you prepare for retirement and your health care and retirement. And I, and of course, it, it would be a good idea to avoid those potential penalties you're talking about. Right. Because they make it so simple, why not add penalties to the mix? <laughs> and then um, there's all the rules about uh, regarding the penalties. <laughs> yeah. Um, very few people like to pay fees they don't have to pay. It's especially important to avoid these initial enrollment period related penalties. Uh, one, why should you be giving them any more money? Two, some of these penalties can increase your cost for the entire time you participate in Medicare. Now, that can severely impact a retirement budget if it's not expected. There's also additionally, you know, the Morningstar article points out that you'll need to make a choice between what's called original Medicare and Medicare Advantage. There may be potential cost savings with Medicare Advantage as those plans place a limit on out-of-pocket costs. The author also recommends comparing Part D and Medicare Advantage plan pricing every couple of years or even every year to make sure that you're matched with the right plan for you. Wow. It just sounds like healthcare and retirement can get really expensive. I absolutely can. There was a CNBC article from May of 2018. It says Medicare doesn't cover everything. Here's how to avoid surprises. Um, the average couple retiring today at 65 will spend an estimated $280,000 on healthcare during the remainder of their lives. That's a lot of money for healthcare. Also remember, that's simply an average. So, you know, half the people spend more. Wow. <laughs> And pe yeah, <laughs> people spend more. Uh, that's that's uh, that's yeah. owie. That's an ouchie. That's mm -hmm. an ouchie. So, what exactly are these expenses we're talking about? What are some things that Medicare doesn't cover? And and unlimited yeah, pizza buffet. I got to believe that they don't cover that. No, there's a lot of ouchies here, and band aids do not fix these. <laughs> so uh, we want to let's talk about this. Many people assume that Medicare covers things like dental, vision, hearing. Uh, they're not covered. They can add up quickly and they can cause some big damage to your retirement budget. That CNBC article, you can plan on spending a one to $5,000 for a complete set of dentures. Uh, the 1,000, I those might be wood, uh, like, you know, George Washington style, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. Uh, but, you know, even a routine cleaning set of x-rays from your dentist can cost several hundred dollars. Medicare does potentially cover some dental emergencies, complicated procedures. Same is true for emergency vision procedures like glaucoma or cataracts. Uh, however, simple vision checks, new set of glasses, they're unlikely to be covered by Medicare. There are options for vision or dental coverage. Uh, however, Medicare Advantage plans often provide some coverage for vision and dental, and that's one option to consider if you need those. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to dive into Medicare Advantage a, a little bit more uh, coming up here, but first, uh, why don't you let our listeners know about that special offer you have for them? 
Yeah, like I said before, we have this great report. It's called the Social Security Maximization Report. And in it, we figure out one, the best and most ideal time for you to uh, not just file, but the strategies for how you should file for your Social Security to get your highest lifetime benefit. And then in addition, it, it names some milestones. And one of the ones with important ones we're talking about today is Medicare and when you should be signing up for that and looking into it. And it gives you those reminders. It's something we just go back over with when we meet you. So how do you take advantage of that? Well, you can go to our website, compass-ltd.com. Go to the top left-hand corner of the page. Click on the color of money risk analysis. Fill that out. Create your account and do the social security maximization report. That way, the first time you come in, there's no cost. There's no obligation to it. The, you know, it's a complimentary consultation. We'll sit down. We'll go over the results of that, and you'll have the you'll have the that piece of your roadmap. It's not your entire journey, but it's one piece of the map that'll help get you to some of those milestones and keep you on track for that retirement you're looking for. That sounds great. And what's that phone number once again? People can call to set up that complimentary consultation and get that report. Uh, they can call 800-339-9252. All right. And now on the Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner, let's talk about Medicare Advantage. Uh, Matt, tell us a bit more about that. Sure, Tony. Uh, Medicare Advantage plan works a bit differently than original Medicare and Medicare supplements. Advantage plans, they're offered by companies. They're used in place of original Medicare. They offer uh, additional benefits, routine dental, vision, hearing plans. In many cases, the premium for the benefits may be relatively inexpensive, depending on the plan, of course. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans, they generally offer a range of doctors and specialists in their networks, but you may have to pay more for services provided outside of the networks. Well, and, you know, so that's pretty common for like a lot of plans. You know, while the premiums are often lower than Medicare supplements, there's usually co-pays and deductibles, but many offer also even prescription drug coverage. So are there other options, though, besides Medicare Advantage for things like vision, dental, or hearing plans? It seems like in retirement and as we get older, those are three biggies. What? I couldn't see what you were saying. <laughs> you couldn't see what I was saying? It was a vision and hearing joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Combined. Little combo platter on that joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another option, standalone plans. Uh, according to that CNBC article, standalone vision plans can cost as little as $9 a month. Dental plans can cost 30 to $50 a month. So you really want to be sure to consider those options when planning for retirement health care expenses. Again, one of those things that would be in place if you have a proper comprehensive plan put in place, not just your savings plan, not just how much money can I make before I retire, because that money might not be enough to cover things like this. You may have to, you know, save a little more, spend a little less here or there if you want to make sure all these expenses are going to be covered. Another thing you want to think about, hearing aids. Also a very common medical expense for retirees. They can cost anywhere from one to $4,000 according to CNBC. Oh yeah, I've seen, I, I just read an article about that in fact, Matt, and and you're right. Uh, I read that article too and in some cases, in some places they can be even more expensive uh, but the typical is a thousand to four thousand dollars for decent hearing aids, and that's a huge expense in retirement. That people don't want to have that outlay, and they and they can get easily lost and broken. So uh, very expensive. And I know there are supplemental plans that can cover that. Uh, but that's just another reason why people need to sit down with you and take a look at what their needs are going to be and what these costs are going to be and how to cover them. And we've talked a lot about healthcare and retirement today. So. 
So let's recap. What are the things that Medicare generally does not cover? Okay. Vision, uh, not cover. Let's I want to say it one more time. Generally doesn't cover. Vision, dental, and hearing coverage, generally not covered. Also, one thing we haven't mentioned is that overseas healthcare costs are generally not covered by original ah. Medicare. So some of the, some of that traveling you're planning on doing in retirement, you know, if you fall, you bump your head or you get sick, may not be covered overseas. With Medicare Advantage plans, emergency health care costs while overseas may be covered, but routine care overseas is likely not covered by Advantage wow. plans either. And another thing that Medicare does not cover is long-term care. Want to make well, sure we mention that as well. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. We'll do something on that. We've done some talks about that, but again, if you have questions about that, give us a call. We can talk about that as yeah. well. Well, there certainly are a lot of things to consider here, and Medicare alone feels like quite the conundrum, just looking at that. Maybe that's what C stood for, conundrum. There, <laughs> there is a lot to consider. Conundrum, yeah. consider, <laughs> confusion, and of course, yeah. my favorite, it, cookie. I, I want to double back to one of our earlier resources, that article from Morningstar, uh, Retirement Healthcare Costs, Strategies for Meeting the Challenge. Mentions a few more strategies for dealing with the costs. Uh, we talked briefly touched on it before. Health savings accounts, HSAs, if they're available. If you have a high deductible health insurance plan, you'll likely have the option to use that vehicle. There's tax benefits as well. You know, contrib contributions to an HSA, usually tax deductible. There's uh, investment growth and interest are tax exempt. And any withdrawals for qualified medical expenses are also not taxed. And after age 65, uh, funds could be used for any expense. So that's Wow. So HSAs helpful. sound like a valuable tool for this. Yeah, they are. They do have some limits like everything. There's plus or minuses. Uh, there's a relatively small maximum co contribution amount each year. For 2019, an individ individual can uh, contribute up to $3,500. And a family up to seven thousand dollars. There are catch-up provisions of an additional one thousand dollars available to individuals uh, fifty-five and older. For those, and there's one more suggestion from the Morning Star article I want to mention. Um, I'm really stumbling over words here. Uh, it, it it it's not financial, and it's one of the best ways to limit your potential health care costs in retirement. It's take steps now to improve your health. You know, lose weight exercise more, eat more fruits, vegetables. You probably heard all these things time and time again. And you probably always said, you know, I'll start tomorrow or next Monday or next month or next year. They're great ideas and they can absolutely improve your financial situation down the road by not having these added, some of these added, added expenses. Yeah. I'm going to get right on that starting Monday. So yeah, uh <laughs> good job, Tony. <laughs> all right. Well, great show today. And listeners, today's episode of Compass Street was brought to you by the letter C. <laughs> and as usual, our time has flown by. Matt, do you have anything else you want to add before we go? I would just reiterate, go to the website, compass-ltd.com, and fill out the color of money risk analysis and request the Social Security Maximization Report. It's going to hit on some of these important dates, and you have that you know one piece of the roadmap figured out. Uh, and then we could sit down, talk about the rest, talk about how you get your comprehensive financial plan put in place. Takes a lot of these unknowns, a lot of these worries out of the way. And it really helps you kind of live that life you want today while keep an eye on that life you want to have in the future. You can call us 800-339-9252 or visit us on the web, uh, compass-ltd.com. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Matt's favorite show, The Financial Compass with Matt Brunner. 
Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.